Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by M.R. Dale Narrated by Leona Hall Chapter 21 Now Get back to school, Miss Sisson said to the three of them. We can't do anything yet. What? Yasmin asked, incredulous. We can't go back to school, Clara added. Every child on the planet is about to be wiped out into the underworld. Miss Sissons thought about this for a moment, but didn't voice the fact that she wasn't sure that was entirely accurate, having heard that more threats were coming. What did Desmeralda mean by that? Taking in the retelling of events that Sophie had just been given, she studied the options carefully and came to the only logical conclusion she could think of. OK, we go back to school, Sophie replied. Yasmin and Clara both turned on the spot and stared at her. Are you serious? they both asked. Sophie nodded and the two became even more bemused. We have a job to do, Clara started to rant. And going back to school is the best way to do it, Sophie interrupted. What makes you say that? Yasmin asked, suspecting that Sophie had more up her sleeve than just running away. We have no way of tracking or finding Desmeralda, do we, Miss Sissons? Sophie asked, knowing already what the answer was going to be. Miss Sissons tilted her head to the side briefly, but then smiled as she realised Sophie was on her wavelength. There is only one possible place we know she will try and go to, Sophie then added. School, Clara started to say, to see Kingsley. Sophie smiled as the penny dropped with her two best friends. We have to stay with Kingsley and eventually, somehow, she will show up. Then what? Yasmin asked. Sophie looked at Miss Sissons. How did you stop changelings in the past? Most agents just shot them, Miss Sissons replied flippantly. The three girls looked at her like she was the child in the room and they were the more mature ones, which, based on her last comment, wasn't far from the truth. Not anymore we don't. What else have we got? Sophie replied hastily, with Clara and Yasmin agreeing with her. Miss Sissons thought for a moment. Either she goes back to the underworld, leaving this planet in peace, meaning she cannot come back, or you have to convince the changeling side of her to allow her human half to control her body, for want of a better phrase, I'm guessing. How do you know that? Yasmin asked. This is the first hybrid you've dealt with. Makes sense, doesn't it? Desmeralda has two sides to her. Most changelings only have one that completely takes over. Desmeralda should still be in there. You just have to get her out and you have the perfect thing to do that with. Kingsley, Miss Sissons elaborated. Sophie, Clara and Yasmin shrugged at each other. They were all three unsure that what Miss Sissons was saying was accurate, but they had nothing else to go with. They were in uncharted territory here. No agent had dealt with this before, so nothing they could read or find out about could help. Without a second further thought, the three of them zoned out of scope and ended up on the school playground ready for the end of dinner time, determined to stick to Kingsley like glue. Sophie had completely forgotten that she wasn't supposed to be out there and was just on a toilet break before going into Mrs Jones's class for the afternoon, but right now that didn't matter. If Mrs Jones was to ask Sophie why she was outside, Sophie would simply say she was going to line up with Year 3 on the playground and explain that she had misheard Mrs Jones's instructions. This lie was tiny compared to the others she'd been telling recently, and with all the practice she'd been getting, would be really easy to pull off. Scanning the playground, it didn't take the three of them long to realise where Kingsley was. Every child had gathered in a huddle in the far corner and was all surrounding something. Sophie, Clara and Yasmin all hurtled over to see what it was. They tried to fight their way to the front to get a better view, but 
Understandably, no child wanted to give up their vantage point. Screams echoed from the epicentre of the herd and bolts of blue kept shooting up into the sky. Straight away, the three girls knew must have been in the middle. Sophie and Clara quickly gave Yasmin a leg up to see over the top of everyone else. Yasmin could see straight away that the trio were correct in their presumptions and, as she was lowered down again, she described what she could see. He's rolling around in agony. Something is hurting him, she said hurriedly. Clara got on to Miss Sissons. What could it be? she asked. Sophie thought she knew already. Whenever Kingsley's mum started to turn into the changeling or tried to talk telepathically to him, it hurt his head and he couldn't focus on anything. Now that she'd gone full-blown changeling, it must be blowing his mind, she suggested. Exactly what I was going to say, Miss Sissons replied, the girls not knowing if that was true or not. How can we help him? He's frightening some of the younger children, Yasmin added, looking at some of the foundation children who were now in tears. As she said this, though, all the teachers emerged from the school building and charged down onto the playground. As they hurried towards Kingsley, children scattered to one side or the other, out of the way of the adults. More of Kingsley's blue bolts of electricity shot out of his body into the sky, and it occurred to the three girls that if anyone was caught in the crossfire, goodness knows what would happen to them. Where are the dinner ladies? Mrs Jones, who was first on the scene, asked some of the other year sixes. It had not occurred to Sophie where the dinner-time adults were. They got hit by the bolts, Kieran Miller replied. They just vanished. We need to stop him before he hurts anyone else, Clara decided. How? Yasmin asked. Won't putting an implant on him zone him out and make him unconscious? Sophie asked anyone that would listen. If I program the login details correctly, Miss Sisson said, it's never been tried on a mythical creature before, but who knows? Come and get one, Miss Sissons instructed. Sophie instantly zoned back into scope, snatched an implant from Miss Sisson's hand and zoned back onto the playground. In the time she was gone, though, Mrs Phoenix had formed a sort of one-woman perimeter around Kingsley with her back to the children and didn't look like she was about to let anyone through. By now, all the rest of the teachers had lined up the other children and were leading them inside. Miss Chorley was taking Mrs Jones's class and Mrs Tabard, who had been cleaning up the dining room following the disappearance of the dinner ladies, was taking year six. Sophie, Clara and Yasmin, meanwhile, hadn't moved a muscle. They were still watching Kingsley roll around, waiting for the right moment to offer their help. Kingsley let out a scream after scream. More and more bolts of blue power shot out of him and Sophie, Clara and Yasmin heard more screams from the younger children as they couldn't help but look as they left the playground. As the last child made their way up the stairs, Sophie stepped forward and stood next to Mrs Phoenix. What are you still doing here? Mrs Phoenix snapped. Kneeling next to Kingsley, Mrs Jones looked up. Sophie, you need to get inside. It isn't safe here. Sophie took a deep breath. What she was about to do was going to change everything. It was going to bring about more questions than she could think of, but helping Kingsley and the two teachers was far more important than that. This wasn't going to be a lie. This was the good, helpful girl who the teachers knew and respected. It's just she was doing something unorthodox that the good might not be seen straight away. I can help, she said, quite matter-of-factly, and opened up her hand to reveal the implant. Where did you get that? Mrs Jones asked, briefly looking at what Sophie was offering. It doesn't matter. Miss, it can help, Sophie replied. Mrs Phoenix looked at Mrs Jones and they both shrugged their shoulders. They had nothing better. An ambulance had been called, but neither of them had seen anything like this for about ten years, so doubted whether the paramedics could do much. 
Sophie stepped forward and knelt on the opposite side of Kingsley to Mrs Jones, while Mrs Phoenix stood in front of Clara and Yasmin, arms out to ironically try and protect them. Sophie turned Kingsley's head so that he was looking at her. His eyes and skin had gone completely electric blue and bolts were still flying sporadically out of his hands. Looking at him carefully, Sophie seemed to think, as she looked him in the eye, that Kingsley knew who she was. He tried to roll his body over and as he did so, his hands reached out to touch Sophie's. Sophie leant over to him and behind his ear placed the temporary implant. A final blast of electric blue shot out from Kingsley's hand as it grazed against Sophie's. The bolt, though, travelled straight through Sophie, as she was still in her avatar, and off behind her. Sophie breathed a huge sigh of relief. Yasmin screamed in what Sophie assumed was relief, and Kingsley's skin colour returned to normal. Nobody moved. Sophie continued to look at Kingsley as he continued to be zoned out. She initially wondered where his avatar was, but wasn't too worried as she knew Miss Sissons could track him. Then, she noticed the eerie silence. Nobody was smiling or relieved. Sophie looked across at Mrs Jones, who was no longer looking at her or Kingsley. She was looking past Sophie towards Clara and Yasmin, where the final energy blast, which had gone through Sophie, had flown off to. Sophie turned around instantly. Standing there were Clara, Yasmin and Kingsley's new avatar. They all looked shocked and frightened. Mrs Phoenix, though, was nowhere to be seen. Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Mr. Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website www.sophiehardysaga.com Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.